makikinig sa SBS Filipino. Pakinggan niyo pa kwento sa sbs.com.au slash Filipino. Libo-libong asylum seekers ang naninirahan sa Australia na dumating sa bansa, lula ng bangka o eroplano. Ayon sa datos ng refugeecouncil.org noong 2021, mahigit apat na libo dito ay menor de edad. Gera, pananakot at iba't ibang klase ng panganib mula sa kanilang mga bansa ang sinusubukang takasan ng mga tao. Kaya't naging prioridad para sa English teacher na si Cindy Valdez na iparamdam sa mga bata na sila ay ligtas sa loob ng kanilang silid-aralan. It used to be that we were so worried about, oh my goodness, they can't write their name, they cannot read their ABC, they don't, need, they don't know how to read words and um, the letters of the alphabet, the sounds they make, they don't know how to count. Um, for, for me, I said, you know what, let's, let's not worry about that. That is not the first concern I have, having worked with refugees. It's really is now about their safety. Do they feel safe in my classroom? Mula Pilipinas, nag-migrate ang pamilya ni Cindy sa Australia noong 1989. Dito na niya ipinagpatuloy ang pag-aaral kung saan nakakuha siya ng inspirasyon sa mga dating guro na gumabay sa kanya at hindi siya itinuring na iba sa kabila ng kaliwat ka ng diskriminasyon sa mga migrante. But my best teacher was my English teacher because she knew how to pull us along and pushed us along and she made sure that we were all on the same level playing field, I would say. You know, she did not dumb anything down for me. Um, there was a group of us. Rather, she actually knew how to challenge us, but also support us at the same time. And I think I had that from that moment on. I mean, having become a teacher now, I've always then had this notion that no person should ever be excluded from anything. Um, and I think maybe my love for inclusion and belonging was probably born around that time. And that was my year, I would say year 11, 12 is when I had that amazing English teacher, Miss G. We called her Miss G. <laughs> si Cindy ang tumatayong pangulo ng ATSOL o Association of Teaching English to Speakers of Other Language, isang non-profit professional association na binuo noon pang 1971. Mga batang refugees ang pangunahin niyang estudyante. Kwento niya, baka sa mga batang ito ang trauma sa araw-araw nilang pamumuhay. This is a classic example. Most schools had to change their school bell to a uh, to music. Because the school bells would trigger uh, stress and panic and to many refugees because that's how things were signaled that something bad's happening. So we used to, I've witnessed students triggered by that go go flight mode as in run run outside escape the classroom and run out to oh hide to find somewhere yes. safe to hide That's sort of, or, or duck under the table or um simple things would take like um fire drills had to be changed in a such that we have to give these kids warnings we can't have surprise fire drills anymore hindi na nakakapagtaka ang pagiging mailap ng mga bata at maging kanilang pamilya ayon kay Cindy Matagal bago mabuo ang kanilang tiwala sa ibang tao sa paligid na nagiging dahilan din ng pagbagal ng kanilang pagkatuto. Because can you imagine that they don't know how to trust anyone? And they, yeah, anyone that they come across that show the slightness of kindness and care, they doubt that. They, 
don't just trust you straight away. Actually, it might, some kids took months to, to learn to trust me or to trust the school. The families learned to trust the school months later or or they come, you get the other story too, where they come really settled, they seem so settled, or actually they were just in shock, culture shock, everything else. And then three or four months down the line, um, trauma hits, right? Something would trigger it and the cycle begins for them, which sometimes it's like, oh, I never thought that they were having issues, but they were. And they, it just really, really varies between families and individuals and what I can say, I would probably say, although migrants are refuge and refugees are, you know, they're, they're both resilient group of people. I would say though the uh, the refugee families that I've worked with more so resilient, you know, because they they're actually having to battle and, and it's always ten steps back for these kids. And when I say that, it's not meaning slowing things down, but really, we I sorry, we are slowing things down for them to get to sort of the end point. So refugees actually take, if they were learning English, so a normal, um, a migrant, Filipinos, we probably would have, would learn the academic English in about three to five years, five, seven even, but for refugees, you add three more years to that. So minimum 10 years for them to learn the academic language. So they've got that. Pareho mang galing sa ibang bansa, ibinahagi niya ang malaking pagkakaiba ng pagiging isang migrante sa buhay na pinagdadaanan ng mga estudyanteng refugee. The biggest thing, uh, biggest takeaway I would say would be to understand even yeah, that, that, that refugee experience, right, versus migrant experience. Migrant, we were prepared to come here. We were, there was a process, it was, there was a structure in the process, so you knew exactly what to do from A to Z before you arrive here. And once you arrive here, again, the support's pretty, you know, straightforward, streamlined. Um, you knew what you were doing. Refugees, however, come from, uh, oh God, such a varied um, background. You know, as we know, some refugees would have come from, you know, by boat to Australia, which is obviously now illegal. And, you know, and they would have had to escape last minute, last second with nothing on them. Uh, you know, not much given notice. Uh, maybe they were lucky to pack a, a small bag of things and just horrific stories that once they get on a boat, for example, or on that, uh, especially on that boat, I've had students who came here by boat. Um, I couldn't imagine being rushed between towns and cities that are at the same time being bombed, you know, and escaping that or them... So even to the point of coming to 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 how they were going to get here, the vessel that they were, the form of transportation they were coming was was riddled with, um, yeah, like absolute violence. Sa tagal ng kanyang pagtuturo at pakikisalamuha sa mga batang refugee, pakikinig sa kanilang mga karanasan at takot, hindi na namalaya ni Cindy na naipapasa pala sa kanya ang trauma ng mga bata, bagay na dinadanas ng maraming guro. I remember how difficult a time that was back then. And, you know, we had teachers who it either made you or break you during that time because there wasn't, there wasn't much support, as we can imagine, so we weren't as prepared. But, of course, as time went by, we got support from, you know, school counsellors, psychologists, um, wraparound sort of support from organisations for these students and their families. 
but for myself firsthand, because I used to, I was, I am an ELD specialist, therefore I was responsible for the new arrivals program back then for these students in primary. And um, my kids, the, the kids that were in my class, like I said, they came from very Tanzania, um, Sudan, um, those really, really war-torn countries. And I just remembered kids sharing the most horrific, traumatizing stories that I've ever heard. And sometimes, you know, you just go with the flow and you're, you know, doing the daily grind, I would say. And then little did we know, I know what it's called now, that we were, I was suffering, me personally, I was suffering from vicarious trauma. So it's almost like I was living, reliving their trauma through them. And it was great that, that obviously, obviously the department had identified it as a, an area of support that they need to give teachers. Um, and from that moment, we got involved in a lot of action research projects, um, one being called um, Classrooms of Possibility. And um, I was part of that project also back in 2016. It was really looking at how do you best support students from refugee background Ang pagkatuto ng English ay isang paraan para mas mabilis silang maka-adjust sa pamumuhay at makahalubilo sa komunidad. Hindi man madali ang kaniyang profesyon, hindi natinag si Cindy sa hangaring tulungan ng mga estudyante na pagbutihin ang sarili sa kabila ng kanilang pinagdadaanan. Makalipas ang maraming taon, ilan sa mga batang kanyang tinruan ang naging matagumpay sa iba't ibang larangan. May mga nakapagtapos bilang doktor, abogado at iba pang profesyon. You know, mm. I have amazing, amazing, inspirational, inspiring refugee families and their kids who have since become doctors and lawyers. And they're, they're true stories. They actually do happen. You know, you see them in the city. They see you and they come running across the street, the road, <laughs> whatever it may be, a cafe, a restaurant. And you get these big hugs and kids. I think my best story would have to be this um Um, South African, because uh, some of them actually, the, tran- the, tran- the transit country of transit was Lebanon. Uh, and the first thing she said to me was, thank you for being so hard on me. And I thought, oh my gosh, I actually thought I was such a, you know, strict teacher and, and just, but I she got it. She said, you just really, I get it now. You just really wanted me to push myself because you knew that I could do it. Because she has then since studied law. you know, and serving, and she does pro bono work for refugees, which is such a lovely story, actually. <laughs> ang tagumpay na ito ng mga batang refugee ang siyang nagbibigay ng inspirasyon sa kanya at sa iba pang educators. Para kay Cindy, lahat ng bata ay may karapatan na matuto at makaramdam ng pagtanggap ng lipunan. Uh, at the forefront of what I do, my biggest why is why do I do what I do is to obviously yeah, ensure that everyone is included. that everyone experiences success, um, no matter how small the achievement is. I think that's very important for um, people to realize that everyone has got something to offer. Para sa kabuuan ng kwento ng panayam ni Nikki Gregorio kay Cindy Valdez, puntahan ang aming website at basahin ang artikulo. Ako si Edinal Magtibay para sa SBS Filipino. Sundan ang SBS Filipino sa Facebook.